Good morning. It's Friday. And that means time for the Friday Fun Bunch. Gail and Company Live, great to have you along with us. There are a few slick spots out there, but uh, please drive safely. As uh, most schools have reopened today after a, a hiatus yesterday because of the snow and ice that we uh, received uh, Wednesday night into Thursday. But uh, everything back now and uh, before the next storm comes in on Tuesday night into Wednesday, they say. At any rate, we'll be here for you one way or the other on WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. Kitty Ray is in the house. I am. Our resident flick chick, Tom Raffio, not too far behind. He's on Havana time. Not meaning Havana. Cuba, but uh, his his daughter, Havana. So <laughs> so there you go. Tom may be listening right now. Take it slow, Tom. You know, uh, Havana we, oh. time yeah. is like, um, makes me think like he should be like sipping a... A uh, pina, pina colada, colada or something, or yeah. a mai tai <laughs> or something like that. At least that's what I think. That's of. A Havana time is what Tom is on, uh, especially on Fridays. That's right. Uh, and one of these days, and we've been saying it for months now, that he is going to bring uh, Havana into the show to make her radio debut. I know she'll love it. Yeah, and, and uh, we will love it. And Ellen too, his, yes. his lovely wife Ellen, and uh, you know we'll make it uh, a, a really. Fun bunch on uh, on Friday here at WKX. A very large fun bunch. That's right. Yes, that's right. This room will be and, packed uh, with the fun. And uh, speaking of Tom Raffio, uh, Kale and Company Live is presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. All right, and uh, the president and CEO will be here shortly. And, you know, it, there is a feeling this morning, at least in, in my world, of spring in the air. Oh, and I know why. Has is that anything to do with, like, Florida, baseball, Indeed. things like that? Indeed. You hit it right on the head. <laughs> That's a right home there. run. Yeah, there you go. I can hear the crack of the bat. Oh, jeez. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's the good. Yep. Ooh, wait a minute. There it went. Yep. Red Sox open up their spring training schedule today. Not a Grapefruit League game, but they always open up uh, in recent years against Northeastern University. Great opportunity for these uh, youngsters to play uh, on a Major League spring training diamond and uh, play against the Red Sox. They, the, all the uh, collegiate players that get a chance to do that are always very excited about it. I remember when the Red Sox used to play two games, uh, one in the afternoon against either Northeastern of Boston College, and one in the evening against the one they didn't play in the afternoon. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hey, so do they still call the place in Florida Fenway South? Oh, yeah. Do they still yeah. refer to Yeah, JetBlue Park. Yeah, yeah JetBlue Jet Blue is the official, but, Correct. Uh, yeah. you know, Fenway South is, uh, yeah, they'll, they call it that, sure. And, you know, they've been calling it that through... They've been uh, in three ballparks uh, in, in Florida. They, they've trained for many years in Winter Haven, right. uh, Florida. And there's a, a big uh, circular building right beyond the left field wall at that ballpark in, uh, in, that, in Winter Haven. And it's like the citrus capital of Florida. It right. looks like a giant orange oh. that is beyond the left field wall. At the ballpark in uh, Winter Haven, but I don't believe anybody is using that 
as a spring training base anymore. It's right next to Lakeland, Florida, because the Red Sox always used to play the Tigers, who are still based in Lakeland, Florida. Really? Yeah. But now their uh, chief opponent uh, in the winter or spring is uh, the Minnesota Twins. Oh, okay. Because they're, they're also in Fort Myers along with the Red Sox. So they play more at often? A, at a different ballpark. Just because of the convenience? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's, there are a couple of teams that actually share... Right. Spring training headquarters, like right. the Washington Nationals and the Houston Astros. Right. You t- I think you told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. kind of cool. Hey, where in Florida, you and I chatted about um, that they're going to be playing the Braves, aren't that's, they? That's or no? right, Northport. In yeah. Northport, and yes. that's soon. That is very soon. We, yes. we, we have some Florida listeners from time I to know time. We, and that's Maybe why they I'm, will be there. I know. I'm bringing that up because they live like in, a mile in, and a half. In walking distance Yes. Well, to they the like ballpark. to take the golf cart, so I'm well, just going to say Well, I understand. That. I understand. And I actually was there a couple months ago, and I got to see the, uh, the ballpark. The ballpark. And what, what does that ballpark have that is very unusual? Well, I'm not sure. All I remember is the tiki bar. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I mean. I don't think there are too many ballparks that have tiki bars. And it's open all the time, and they yep. give like these right. little the small tours, and Year it's, it's yeah. kind of cool. No matter yeah. if there's any baseball going on or not. Well, the fever is always there. That's right. The That's right. But it's fever. used for many events, not just the it Braves is. spring training, but they have uh, um, a minor league team there, and uh, and also they use it for you know uh, local teams. I think too. I think uh, local baseball teams play there. Maybe even football. I'm not sure, but. Oh, that'd the, be interesting. The, the Tiki Bar is open uh, year-round. It is. Because uh, I had a friend of mine who was our uh, correspondent during yes. the, the big storm in Florida a few months ago, Mike Nikobic, and he picked me up in Florida one day, and that's the first place he took me to was that uh, Tiki Bar. And I think that's the first place my brother and <laughs> my sister-in-law took me to. very famous destination. <laughs> you know what? And it's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I don't think our two mutual friends have met each other. No. We're going to have to make sure that happens down there. Yeah, I know there's a, a, a lot of folks uh, down there that have migrated from the north yes. in that area. So, uh, and and that's good because you know you'll always have a place to stay. That's when you go down there, and <laughs> I and right. I will too. That's right. And uh, you know, uh, so anyway, the Red Sox are opening today, and this is the starting lineup today against Northeastern University. Jaron Duran uh, will lead off and play center field. You'll remember. Jaron Duran from some of his misadventures uh, last season. In, it's not in Duran Duran? No, it's not Duran oh, okay. Duran. It's, uh, it could be related. This is Jaron <laughs> Duran. Okay. He'll lead off. Uh, Rafi Devers with that new contract. Oh, uh, yes. We'll be playing at third base, batting second. Kike Hernandez at short, batting third. The debut and all eyes in spring training from uh, today on will be on Masataka Yoshida. Whoa, say that again. Masataka Yoshida. Oh, nice. Who uh, signed a huge contract with the Red Sox in the offseason. Five years, $90 million for someone who has never set foot on a major league or North American minor league diamond. Wow. Well, I hope he does well. well, I do, too, because a lot hinges on uh, the bat of Masataka when you consider all the uh, bats that have left uh, the Red Sox uh, in in the off season, right? Uh, Xander Bogarts in particular. I know uh, J.D. Martinez has gone too, but I, in my opinion, that's addition by subtraction. Uh, <laughs> Alex Verdugo batting fifth in right field, batting sixth. The designated hitter is Jorge Alfaro. Nice. And let's hope Jorge. he hits them, Alfaro. <laughs> yeah, out of the, the park. Yeah. 
I've never heard of Jorge before. Uh, batting seventh, uh, first base, Tristan Casas, who we saw a little bit last year. Yes. And, and they uh, very impressed me very much defensively at uh, first base. Second base, Emmanuel Valdez. And the catcher, another member of the Red Sox I've never heard of up until I read his name in the paper today, Stephen Scott. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I don't think uh, there are three or four of those guys that probably will not be in the starting lineup on March 30th. Yes. When the Red Sox. You imagine How many the do Red they Sox. Have to cut? What's well, they the... have to get it down to 26. 26. Okay, 26. Is, it was 25 for many years, but now the it... roster limit is 26. They and upped they it. They have how one. many right now, do you think? All how right. Many? Right now in camp, all yes. told. They, well, it's a 40-man roster. Okay. A 40-man roster, but some of these guys aren't even on the 40-man roster. Okay. But they probably right now have about 70 players in camp. Okay. Yeah. About 70? It's about wow. 70. And, and wow. you know, many of them have no you know, hope this year of uh, being a member of the Boston Red Sox, but they're around the Major League team, and they are in camp, and Tom Raffio is in studio. You know, one observation I'd like to make? <laughs> This is for Cat, too. I think Gordon might be able to save some bucks because with the snow covering all the potholes. I I told you when the snows came, you wouldn't notice them. May may not be a need (laughs) for for completion of the potholes. (laughs) So we either hope for like a winter freeze during the summer. Yes, yes. But you know, this might be a ploy on on Gordon, though, because with the potholes, we have to drive slower. And I don't know if he's ever seen me drive into this studio in here I but so. i might go a little fast so maybe it's a ploy to make it could me be a slow ploy, but it has improved we it have to def- admit it, it, has, it improved, has improved but i think that layer of snow in the ice oh. i think i think i think he speaks it's to a higher authority as, as it's ever been today him <laughs> <laughs> some dollars but uh, so i know we're i know we're coming up to break but we are tom you're very good t- today is going to be a range of emotions for me because uh, we need yeah. to talk about Coach Walton. Yes. And then I need to talk about Medicaid. Okay, good. Um, and I need to talk about our new dog. Oh, yes. So, yes. I'm, I'm, so but oh, all, you know, some oh. of this is sad, some yeah. of it's nice. Well, How is oh. Ice? Ice? <laughs> She loves the ice. She's <laughs> yeah, keeping she her does. name. You haven't got a new one since, have you? No, no. Oh, okay. Still two, right? <laughs> still, still two. Still at two. <laughs> but I still feel like Ellen needs to get her spade. And I said, well, when you go, please don't lose her. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> don't need it. I don't, I don't want another conversation with Ray Duckler. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. What do you mean by that? Well, he was Ellen's I husband. I know. I was just a bit player in that article. <laughs> in, in the article featuring Ice and Ellen. Yeah. Um, and, it, and there was a rerun too. They they reran this they, in the in the insert. Oh, that's right. That's so right. It's been yeah. all over I the did place. see that. I did see that. Uh, we'll talk more about Ray Duckler and the Concord Monitor uh, coming up here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are powered by Northeast, Northeast Delta, Delta Dental. Dental. Oh my I love God! It when we say it in unison. Northeast yes. Delta <laughs> has an individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com or yes. healthcare.gov for those of you who like to work with the government. And you beat the music. We still have music Look to spare. Super. More coming up right here. Kalen Company, nhtalkradio.com, WKXL, and all of its platforms. Stay with us. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Great to have you with us. Friday Fun Bunch underway. Kitty Ray is here, our resident flick chick. And we also have that uh, debonair, neat dresser, swell dancer, loves kids, cats, and dogs. And uh, also uh, doubles as the president and CEO of 
Northeast Delta Dental, Tom Raphael, and uh, we have to begin, Tom, today on a on a sad note, as uh, recently you lost uh, one of your valued employees. Absolutely. So, and of course, the community, the universe, lost this great man, Tom Walton. Um, it was a great um, article that Ray did on the front page of the Concord Monitor on Thursday. So, I've known Tom since 2003. He had first 30 years of his professional life. He was an extraordinary uh, coach and teacher in the Concord school system, also coach championship uh, cross-country teams at Pittsfield after after um, he left the hockey scene and actually Dunk took over from, he, yeah. from Tom, as you learned 33 recently. years ago. Yeah. yeah, and you actually talked to Tom during our little holiday soiree, yeah. so you know what an un- unbelievable oh, person yeah. he was. So, so vibrant, yeah. so vibrant. So when I first met him um, in 2003-04, like anybody between... And then I was like 47. So any anyone between 18 and 47 in the Concord area knew Tom. So I'd, I'd be on Main Street with him. And, you know, recent high school graduates up to people my age knew Tom because Tom started teaching really early. So even though I was 47 and Tom really wasn't that much older than me, he actually could have been my teacher had I been in the Concord school system. Yeah. So he knew everybody. Um, but then the next 20 years, um, and again, he was a fabulous teacher, coach, <clears throat> football, hockey, later um, cross country, and like I said, at Pittsfield, and obviously pushed the envelope on wellness, et cetera. Then, then his next 20 years of his professional life, we hooked up um, at Delta Dental, and he's become um, a guru wellness coach at Northeast Delta Dental for many, many employees, starting with me, and then when I, once I saw the benefits of it, and as I said, um, he was a role model, um, and then the way I described it in the, in, the, um, in the newspaper was he encouraged us to be better people, but also he believed in us when we didn't believe in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So he, he got me more fit you know, physically and, and mentally, but also did that for many other employees. And then we got into this really cool routine of, est- of establishing races, um, and then he coached also championships at NHTI. So he was a fixture mm. um, in, the, in the running community, and this – it's it, it it's been particularly hard because this winter we put on so many snowshoe races and also he's been running other races we've been sort of like you know along with Ellen like two peas on a pod you know this winter so um, when I saw him a week ago Monday um, he was finishing up his uh, you know last client and then he went home and then went out about to paddle and that's when the uh, um, the medical event um, occurred um, so. He's left an incredible positive mark on the running community, also the paddling community. There's a whole other niche of his life. He was like he was a world class paddler. Like if there was an Olympic sport, um, he would have you know been you know been at that level. Um, so there's a whole other crowd of people that fall in from that perspective. But most importantly, um, he taught people. Um, the joy of life, always uh, energize someone you want to be around. You know how, like, as you get older, particularly, you don't want to you don't want to be around people that drag you down. Well, Tom was just the opposite. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. always upbeat, kept us fit. So, so everybody in the community is really, you know, saddened, and of course, our employees are sort of reeling from this. But, you know, one of the things when I spoke to his daughters, um, Sarah and Allie, who are still um, they they live in Colorado, but obviously they you know they came home like he's. They, they were telling me, like, this last 20 years of his professional life, he, he loved it because he was training 
like you know recreational you know turtles like me um, and, <laughs> and keeping them fit you know and it really gave him a you know a really good feeling plus he was an, plus he was an accomplished coach if you read the article you know he yeah. was like the small college coach of the year for like uh, I don't know seven times and they won all these championships and he had, and he had a national champion and Heather Surs literally a national champion at yeah. that at that level and she became a dental hygienist wasn't really a runner um, and his co-coach Perry Seagros got her interested and then she developed it and literally won the national championship so if you go into the Paul Hogan gym at NHGI and that by the way that was a wonderful ceremony for yeah. Paul a couple Saturdays yeah. ago you'll see a big um, um, you'll see a plaque for Paul but you'll see a big banner for Heather um, a lot of that is her own of course but there was a lot of mentoring you know from you know from Tom and he just made his mark on people, so um, it's a huge loss for the community. He would he would say to us, keep it going. So tomorrow um, at Prospect Acres, which is in the Franklin area, where, where we are going to proceed with the uh, snow or no a snowshoe series race, you know, at 10 o'clock, and we're expecting a you know a huge turn turnout, sort of in effect celebrating and recognizing this. Uh, you know this fabulous man, and this picture um, in the Concord Monitor with him running with Brian Collins is poignant for two reasons. One, it just shows this kind of—they weren't running in a race; it was, they were just training. It, was, it showed like a joy, right? Mm. And then, and then, unfortunately, too, Brian recently died as well from brain cancer, and he had been the CEO of a Community Partner. So, two of my best friends overall, and and certainly two of my best running friends. Um, um, aren't with me physically, but I'm going to keep. Even though I run like a turtle now, I'm going to. I'm going to still keep doing it in their honor. But mm. huge loss for the community, um, for Delta Dental, for the overall community, for the running community, and for the paddling community. And if you haven't read that article, it's, it definitely captures, you know, all of his um, accomplishments, his physical accomplishments. He's also obviously in addition to being a great coach, super athlete, yeah. all sorts of age group records and you know in in new hampshire because he the day before the incident he ran the four mile race um in bedford super bowl sunday uh and won his age group you know it's so Mm. it's hard to fathom it really and truly is and uh you know i only met him for for five minutes in my entire life and that was at the uh at the soiree and the the holiday soiree uh, that you had tom and you could just see how he had the ability to energize people just in the five minutes or so that we chatted that he was so vibrant and had you know had that innate ability like very few do really to energize other people and and make them better make them feel better about themselves as well that's what every one of my employee colleagues said plus the other way he connected and made people feel good he gave you a cute nickname for everybody, so I'm having uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, um, Patty Bernier. Her her, her nickname was Peppy. Um, she's working with me to create a list of all the nicknames he gave to all of our employees who worked oh. out with him. Nice. So mine yeah, yeah. was Boxer, and you, I will give you the context of that. Well, first of all, so Tom, in addition, by the way, I didn't even get into this, but well read. He was a you know physical fitness wellness, but read as much as I did and I was an English major at Harvard. So the the book Animal Farm 
um, about kind of the communist society um, had like two pigs that were running the place, right? (laughs) (laughs) Snowball and Napoleon. (laughs) Because pigs are actually very smart. People don't know that. Um, But they had this horse that ultimately went to the glue factory, but he was called Boxer. Uh, and <laughs> and that, not that he, Tom wanted me to go to the glue no. factory, but the whole point is, like, I'm a worker. Like, I'm not yeah. really fast, but I, I go, I a race. Grinder. Every, He's I, a I, grinder. I grind. I go every weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm terrifically slow now, but I'm But all, you're strong. I'm and, always I hear, a, and I think of strong. I try to be, yes. but... Uh, but um, Anyway, so my nickname, you know, was Boxer. So everybody had a nickname, and I think I think part of our um, catharsis or part of our healing is to kind of have a day where we review all the the nicknames, and yeah. you know, and and just what I've been doing to heal has been going into the fitness center because it's it was a, as it says in the article, it's a relatively small gym that we had. It was like extra space that I had, and when I met him, I said, "Oh my God, let's." Before we use it for anything else, let's use it for a gym. Um, it has it has state of the art equipment and all that, but it's relatively small. But it's quintessential Tom. It's like you know little sayings he had up there, and you know old school cards. You know tracking people's you know exercise and whatever. So God bless you, Tom. And we are going to name that fitness center after him too. Oh, very nice, very nice. Tom Raffio is here, President and CEO of uh, Northeast Delta Dental, also known as the uh, doting dad or our grandfather. And uh, Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick, is in the house as well as we uh, you know, talk about the, uh, the legacy and the life of, uh, of Tom Walton, who uh, touched so many lives, as Tom uh, just uh, pointed out. And, uh, and I'm sure when you review all those nicknames that uh, Tom gave people, that uh, that that'll bring some some levity to uh, to people's hearts. Yeah, and it just shows yeah, the yeah. human. It'll, it'll get us connected to Tom spiritually. Yeah, we'll take a break. Kale and Company continues after these words. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Kale and Company live on this Friday, the Friday Fun Bunch. In the house, Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental. Kitty Ray, resident flick chick. Cat on the board, doing an outstanding job. As she always does. And I'm really impressed, Kitty, that, that Ken actually pronounced your title correctly. I know, I know. It's taken like 10 years for him to get that. And well, I can't even and put I'll, it on I'll, still, I'll still mess card. it up. <laughs> <laughs> I just happened to hit it lucky a couple of times today. You did. Yeah. But uh, Tom is here, and uh, Tom, what's uh, the latest on uh, you know the the new venture that you're about to uh, embark upon? Sure, and let me just close on on, um, on Mr. Walt and sure. and his nickname. He had many nicknames. Uh, two were that I liked were were Tubbs because people would younger students would like mispronounce his name, and it was like T W, and then T W turned into Tubbs. So that so that's what I called him, Tubbs. Tubbs. B- yeah. But the uh, the famous now national uh, world stage runner Nacho Hernando, who was also a significant runner at NHGI, his nickname for Tom was Caballo, which is Spanish for horse. Another yeah. horse yes. analogy, right. um, because Tom was always so strong, and and so when when he was when he half when he had his uh, medical emergency, like that's why he lasted longer probably than most people because he you know you know everything was so strong. When you looked at him, it was like muscles; he was ripped, you know. Yeah. And so so Nacho's name for uh, Tom was uh, Caballo. But the way we can, I think, all of us um, 
celebrate Tom is to, one, keep your fitness and mobility up, be nice to people, be upbeat. Um, and if you're into uh, snowshoeing, you know, join me at Prospect Acres um, tomorrow. The gun goes off at 10, so if you haven't registered, you know, m- maybe get there at 9. So with regard to Medicaid, sometimes when I come in here, I look frazzled probably for two reasons. One, because Havana is tugging <laughs> at my leg. So we have something, I don't know if you know this, Kitty, but we have coined a new term. We call it Havana time. Yeah. Yes, we, we, we mentioned that. Now, I which, said, is, which you did. Not, which, not, not that he's thinking about Cuba. <laughs> okay. no, Havana with two ends, my yes. granddaughter, um, and she makes me about seven minutes late. Uh, because, well, today's was because the Girl Scouts dropped off all the cookies that Havana Cookie ordered. Time. Cookie uh, time, right? Ah, uh, yes. So, Scout cookies, yes. Um, I'm there with, you know, the Girl Scout cookies, Havana. <laughs> I'm trying to get out. The car is parked right in front of my car. <laughs> I'm thinking they're never going to believe I was going to be on time. Uh. So that's what we call uh, Havana time. So, so I, I sometimes look... A frazzled from that perspective. I want to see if we can, you know how the people just make up words now and then they become, I'm going to see if we can get Havana time. I, I think I you, that's it. part of our vernacular here yes. at the, at WKXL now. But the other reason why I'm a little, sometimes my head's spinning, we, we are working incredibly hard to get the dentist network up and running by Saturday, April 1st. And I say that very specifically. Um, it actually goes live Saturday, April 1st, not Monday, April 3rd. And this is, I'm not making an April Fool's joke. It's Saturday, April 1st. So, for, for example, on that day, Saturday, we're keeping our call center open. So someone on Medicaid that's eligible, if, you know, if they call in, we'll be there. Our partner, DentaQuest, who's helping with us with this, is also keeping their call center open. So we're working with... Um, I mean, all of my contacts in the dental community and other sort of dentist ambassadors along with uh, DentaQuest to sign up as many dentists as possible because you both of you have heard me say it's one thing, you know, we worked like a marathon 26.2 years to finally get a law, which Chris, Governor Sununu, signed on uh, July 1st last year. But now it's a sprint to get the network because it's one thing to have a law to have the benefit, but if there aren't enough dentists to serve you, then you don't really have the benefit. Right. So. So we're just working, you know, um, night and day on, on the network. Plus, there's a lot of, you can well imagine, there's a lot of uh, technology and a lot of other interface that has to take place. So we have, like, uh, I call it meeting mania. Um, I'm in, you know, sometimes on a given day, three Zooms um, or WebExes or whatever, or Microsoft Teams, you know, whatever is being used. Um, in terms of planning. So for the community out there, those of you that are adults on Medicaid, there will you know, we will be live on Saturday, April 1st, and my, my dentist friends and colleagues, I mean, you know this, but it would be great if I could count on you to, uh, to sign up. We, we even have a program we call um, Just Take Five, meaning that if a, a dental office is really busy, and, they, and everybody is now because of the uh, shortage of hygienists, uh, it's not, everybody's flocking back to the dentist, but, um, you know, the, we, we need more hygienists back in, into the office. But in any event, um, we have this program called Just Just Take Five. If you can take five individuals on Medicaid just to kind of, you know, try it out. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of um, using that um, technique to hopefully get uh, more dentists interested in. So it's going to happen. It's a lot of work. It's really the, 
if you it, the pinnacle of my profession because I'm serious I, I and I'm not taking credit for it because many many others but for 26.2 years you know it was an educational process and then when it finally happened now of course we have to deliver on it and that's why I've been you know working really hard on it 26.2 awesome. years yeah. like 26.2 miles well, I, I moved in, here in 95 in and I the first thing I learned was well I learned two things oh my god this place is for me New Hampshire you can make an impact you get to know everybody and then the second thing I learned was oh my god there's no benefit for um, dental benefit for adults on Medicaid so it's been a you know two you know two decades of educating the body politic, politicians mm-hmm. on it. And then I think people understood that. You all hear this a lot, but you can't have good overall health without good oral, oral health. I think people probably got that like universally like three or four years ago. But then, of course, in true New Hampshire style, we had to have funding for it. Right. Um, and then we were fortunate there was a settlement from a company called Centene, and we used some of those funds and other funds. And, you know, we have a um, Delta Dental has with DentaQuest, you know, the three-year contract to you know, make this all happen. So, so I'm work. Trust me, everybody. You, you'll see me out running and stuff. But when I'm not running, I'm doing Medicaid <laughs> <laughs> or, or on the radio. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. He. I thank you for taking the time to oh, do God. this. Tom. Well, I think Seriously. also that. But this is the media too. Like I know people. You. I know. Ken, you have a huge following, and I know local people listen to it. And you know, if if I if I get. Three dentists interested by mentioning it on your show. That's yeah. worth it. Yeah, that's well, good. Well, we, we hope it is. And, uh, you know, I know things in all walks of life seem to move glacially uh, many times. But then just think of, you know, the generations and the the people to come that are going to benefit by you it. Got, so, yeah. I, that, that's an awesome point because, you know. A couple of years from now, this is going to be so routinized, and you know, I won't be, I won't look as frazzled. And then ten years from now, it's like so embedded into, you know, the culture. Right. That, yeah. Good point. Yeah, but uh, you you were the the backbone of getting this whole thing uh, off. Well, the many ground. others. Well, but, I, but, I understand that, but you you have been the let's say the driving force. And uh, well, I wasn't going to ever let it go, <laughs> and I didn't think. <laughs> candidly, I was hoping that I, it would happen. I'm not retiring anytime soon but there were two 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 major goals i had was getting the on the commercial side of thing the ll bean account which we did get their effective january one and that was important to me because we doesn't we you know we have a world famous uh, service guarantee program where we guarantee that claims are paid at a certain speed and we call you back in a day if in things like that um, if you don't get us the first time and so we modeled our service guarantee along the lines of the LL Bean service guarantee, which at least at one point you could return boots and things like that. So I always said to my my employee co- colleagues, you know, if, if uh, those are two of my professional goals, getting the LL Bean account and getting Medicaid, and we have, you know, both of them. Wow. So. So that's, that's good, awesome. but don't worry, don't, Ken. Don't hang it up, Tom. Uh, yeah. Don't I have, hang I have, it up. I have this. I have this little well, girl that lives with unless us. Unless it's to you know to be my permanent co-host here on WKXL. Right. I mean, well, I, right. I'm lobbying for the two-hour gig. I know. There's so much to talk about. Well, you know, you I, have to talk to the general manager about it. Well, I know? just gave him a compliment for the snow. <laughs> no, um, no, he's not the general. Manager. Oh, that. Oh, cat. That's right. <laughs> two hours, kid. <laughs> and I'll even be on time. Uh, We're 
working on it. <laughs> but uh, you might have to get up. A, no, Tom's up very oh, no, early I'm, in the morning. He's, yes. I don't think he ever sleeps. I, I go to bed at midnight, get up at 4.30, which probably isn't healthy, so I'm going to maybe do a, go to bed a little earlier. Getting up early isn't the issue. It's all the things I have to do, and then Havana tugging on me yeah. and whatever. Well, I want Havana and Ellen in the studio here in we'll the not-too-distant future. I've been saying that for months now. But uh, one of these days, it's going to happen. One of these days, it's going to happen. And, you know, just uh, before we have to wrap up this uh, segment, uh, going back to Tom Walton, uh, I mentioned to Dunk uh, that I had met him. And, of course, uh, Duncan Walsh was uh, his assistant, you know, when he was coaching, when Tom Walton was the head coach at Concord High. Oh. And, uh, and, and you know, a lot of assistants, maybe at that level, you think of them as just like throwing the pucks out for the start of the practice and picking them up by, you know, at the end of practice. But uh, Dunk said that, you know, he let him run practices and, and really get some great experience yeah. he, he uh, under empowered. him. He yeah. was very empowering. Yeah. Tom was yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, Dunk certainly is, I know, appreciative of all that he, uh, Tom Walton, did for him. We'll take a break. Kale and Company continues. Friday Fun Bunch. Kitty Ray, resident flick chick. Tom Raphael, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental. We will be right back here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Stay with us. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Friday Fun Bunch has gathered... Ironically enough, on this Friday morning, Tom Rappio in the house, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick. I know Kitty has seen a uh, number of movies in, I really uh, have. In, in recent days, probably won't get to too many of them uh, today. No, but, but I just I, saw a couple like Ant-Man and The Wasp. And uh, saw that one. I saw Magic Mike's Last Dance, which I'm going to say I'm glad it is. And <laughs> <laughs> You're glad it's his last dance. Huh? What, why is that? Let's pause there. <clears throat> because it just, you know, they've had three right. of them, of Magic Mike's dances. And this one was like, I did, there was no chemistry or, hmm. I don't know. I think it's... His dance, his last dance. <laughs> but well, if you hadn't seen any of them or anyone out there, you know, it, go see one of them. But I would go see one or two. I wouldn't see this one. But And then we saw Tar. Uh, that's up for an Academy Award. And at some point, Ken, I hope we can talk a little bit about the, not today, but um, about the uh, Oscars coming up, the Academy Awards on uh, March 12th. So You I've, still watch that? I do. You know, that's the only really award show that I like. I do like the Tony Awards, but um, yeah, I do like that one. I do. Ken, she yeah, likes the, the Oscars. And, and the, the audience do. goes down each and every year, exactly. right? But I, I, I watch it too. I, I, oh you know, my God, Ken. You know, you know what I like? I hate, I hate to be morbid. <laughs> I, I hate to be morbid about it, but you know what I like? I know what is, you're going to say. The segment of the show. The, the commercials? It's like at 10 o'clock. Yeah, the commercials. At 10 o'clock, like it's on eight, like 8 to midnight or whatever it is. But at like at 10 o'clock, they always have a recap of those in the movie industry that in have passed away that uh, past year. And that's... Oh, that's yes. very relevant. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, you know that... Uh, a lot of people think that uh, the Rocky movies never won an Oscar, but I think 
Ken, they did. They won the Bonavina Oscar. Yeah. You gotta oh, Oscar. The Oscar. <laughs> you, you, gotta, right. you, gotta, you gotta explain that to Kitty. Please do. Oscar Bonavina. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. 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 The great boxer. From yeah. Argentina, right? Yeah. Remember, remember yeah. Muhammad yeah. Ali, and, and, and I think when he was still Cassius Clay, they used to beat him up every oh, you <laughs> one, once a year, right? Wasn't it? That yeah, yeah. He was a punching yes. bag for, uh, for Muhammad but Ali. But his name was we're Oscar. To, and we're back to boxer. Yeah, Oscar Bonavina. Yeah. Uh, so, so I used to, I used to kid. People would say, "Oh, Rocky never won an Oscar." I said, oh. No, they did. They won. They he won uh, the Bonavina uh, Oscar. Yeah, right. Oh you know, it's funny you should mention Muhammad Ali because uh, tomorrow, uh, on February fifth, uh, tomorrow will be the anniversary of this. February twenty fifth, nineteen sixty four, Muhammad Ali, then known as Cassius Clay in sixty four, became the world heavyweight boxing champion as he defeated Sonny Liston in Miami Beach. Wow. And then they had the redo in Lewiston, Maine, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, after after it was supposed to be at the Garden originally. And then uh, Muhammad Ali, your Cassius Clay at the time, uh, had uh, an issue with his appendix. Right. And they had to cancel or postpone the fight that was supposed to be at the Garden, and the Garden wasn't available to reschedule it. And so they had to move it to uh, Lewiston, Lewiston Maine. Maine. And I actually, and you may have seen yeah. it amongst my uh, memorabilia, but I actually have the picture of Muhammad Ali standing over Sonny Liston, who who had just gotten you know, knocked yeah. out or, or, I don't know, fell down yeah. or knocked out one yeah. or the other. Right? Yeah. Famous picture, yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. Because wasn't it some people, I mean, I mean, obviously, Muhammad Ali was the better fighter but at that point, but didn't someone say that, that maybe Sonny Liston just took a dive on that? Or There were some reports that he did, yes. Uh, yeah. from Judging by from what we know now about Sonny Liston and his involvement with... Uh, uh, you know some uh, you know n- not so uh, not so upstanding people. Uh, you know uh, the mob that uh, that it probably was. So. And here's a little known fact: that first fight, um, which Muhammad Ali also won, and that's how he became champion. He actually um, he was blinded by stuff, you know, inadvertently, not intentional, with stuff on Sonny Liston's gloves, whatever. And it's, so he he was having trouble seeing. So at some point, he was going to like stop. I can't go on. I can't go on. But Angelo Dundee, you know, yep, forced, manager, forced yeah, him yeah. to go on. Yeah. I met Angelo Dundee, by the way, before he died. He he had uh, he was a character. Yeah, they uh, used to uh, they used to have this boxing event uh, funds for education at yeah. the at the arena. Right. Yeah. Then then known as the Verizon Wireless Arena, and uh, he I don't know he came to one of those. Um, and I actually have boxing gloves with his signature on it, but basically Angelo Dundee, you know, or whoever's in Muhammad Ali's corner, convinced him to continue on, and then he won the fight, and then became yeah. a champion, and the rest is history. You know, wow. do both of you uh, believe that that Tom Brady is is officially <laughs> retired? I know that comes out of left field, but there was an interesting uh, story that uh, <laughs> took place th- this week. Uh, and uh, in speaking on the Rich Eisen show uh, a few days ago. Is that after he ran the sprint? You know how he does that sprint thing? Uh, Rich Eisen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For a fundraiser. Uh, <laughs> former Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians pointed to Brady as one of the primary reasons for Tampa Bay's struggles in 2022. No way. Arians wasn't necessarily going after the all-time great. Rather, he talked about how Brady wasn't himself during the quarterback's final season in the NFL. He said, and I quote, this is Bruce Arians, 
Tom wasn't himself with all the things that were going on, and I've got to give him all the credit in the world for battling through what he went through last year for his teammates. I think the world of him, but it wasn't the real Tom Brady out there. End quote from Bruce Arians, his former coach. Well, if you think of it, that's true. He There are some games, but he still, people. he actually set a record for completions right. in the NFL, so yeah. it wasn't like he had a horrible year. No, and... Uh, you know, there, there were a lot of injuries. He wasn't protected very well by his offensive line either. Uh, so there were a lot of things going on, his divorce among them, and, uh, you know, just being in the spotlight he, like he was all last year. And then he announced his retirement again. I was listening, uh, ironically enough, to an early morning uh, talk show this morning. Not uh, yours? I, uh, not, I, you know, I... I <laughs> you can't I, listen I, to I, other Once shows. in a while, I, I divert from WKXL. <laughs> once in a while. Don't, Gordon, don't listen to that. <laughs> I, I'm, all I do is WKXL. That's all That's I do. That's smart man. That's it. And uh, so they were talking about Tom Brady and the fact that, uh, you know, they, they were talking about him... Going back to the, or not going back, but uh, finishing his career with the 49ers, you know, in his home area. Because really, their quarterback situation is pretty much up in the air uh, right now. Everybody's injured. Yeah. And, and and I think, I, I was talking to somebody the other night, and I said, I don't think he's through. Some, some team, uh, some team's quarterback, or probably several teams' quarterbacks, are going to be injured in preseason training camp or the ridiculous uh, exhibition games. Uh, that sometimes they put their starting quarterbacks in, and uh, somebody's going to get hurt. They're going to call Brady, and he'll come to the rescue of somebody. I think that's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> if if it's the right situation, he's not going to go to a team that doesn't feel like he can, you know, be get a deep run into the playoffs. Right. But the forty, you think of the forty nineers, perfect, yeah, and uh, that that would be a perfect scenario. And you think of what they have for weapons like George Kittle and Debo Samuel and uh, Christian McCaffrey if he stays around. I mean, that's a perfect team for him. It really is. They have so many. Uh, and, so all many three, and all three of their quarterbacks are recovering from injuries, right? right including Jimmy Garoppolo. So, yeah, yeah, and he won't be with the team. So, no. I mean, you could see a scenario where it's Brady for one final year, sort of mentoring Purdy or the other guy, yep. and yeah. go off like that. And yeah. they definitely. I don't think he's done. I really don't. Why, if he, if he, in his mind, he didn't think he was done? I mean, first of all, why would he announce his retirement? But secondly. A, why would he skip one year of doing the games at Fox? I mean, he announced that he won't be in the booth or in the studio this coming year. It's going to be 2024 that he's going to be involved with Fox. Might be doing Fox. a year of exfoliation and he might be. things like that in the dark room. You know, I am a Tom Brady fan, but I hope he does not come back. It's just like, Tom, you can't unretired twice i mean it people have talked well, about him but have. not in a good way <laughs> not in a good he needs to continue on he can still be a celebrity he can still make a difference but do it not on the field i'm really afraid for him for him i mean i could see him falling and getting hurt and and uh, not be able to do what he wants you know for the future yep. it, it is amazing he just how, needs to stay how he stays tired healthy and it was he had the one year where he had the ACL other than that he's never out and all these other quarterbacks are always injured I know and, but he can still yeah. make a difference Tom Walton Oh yeah he can still do that Well I I if you, I, I have his book the TB12 method it's really yeah. good Yeah yeah I'm I sure I borrow that from you I have, yeah, I have anytime, read yeah. that. And and still I mean if he came back 
for another season, one more year for Tom Brady. I think he's still among the top five or six quarterbacks in the league. Oh, of course. Yeah. To this day. Of course. Yeah, and I think home. the league is better with him than without him. Well, oh, they'll I, still I, have yeah. him, but not necessarily as a quarterback. I, I know. We didn't I, get to birthdays. Oh, no. You know, we Ken didn't. Kale? Uh, they, let's see. Let's Throw see one. what the top birthday. Let's away. do one here. Let's do <laughs> one. How about the guy who did the pina colada song, Rupert Holmes? Remember? Oh, my God. I love pina colada. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like Havana time. Getting caught Getting in con- the rain. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm not into yoga, so. <laughs> He's into champagne. That's it. <laughs> oh, I am, too. I, and, I have, uh, and I have a little bit of a half a brain, right? So it's cool. <laughs> okay. Let's and see I have the other half right here. I don't know. <laughs> you go, because okay. I have no clue. I, I Rupert Holmes. Um, I mean, it's. 70. No, 68. Uh, I think he's older than that. 69. 76. Oh. Rupert Holmes. Once again, once again, once again. I'm not into yoga, but I am into birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Tom. Tom. Have a donut. <laughs> I am. All right. Thank you. Th- thanks, well, Kat, for putting gonna, up with us. We, I want my two hours, though. <laughs> going to mosey on out of here. I'll have to uh, re- renegotiate my contract if that happens. And I need to talk movies. Yeah, there you go. We'll take uh, we'll take this time to say goodbye and uh, have a great weekend. Hey, Concord, going for an undefeated hockey season. Oh, wow. Saturday Dunk in Hanover. close to the vest. Remember at the walk, he said he didn't have like, a good team, and yeah. now he's undefeated. On Dunk the, on the brink of an undefeated season. Hanover tomorrow. Tomorrow right? in Hanover at 1 o'clock. Have a great weekend, everybody.